You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. proper episode this week. Uh, real life intervened, and so Katie and I are unable to record. Uh, so we'll be back in two weeks with another normal episode. I've got some balloon theories I want to talk about, and we'll get to those. I'm very tempted, very tempted to just blurt them out now, but it's more fun when Katie's here, so we'll get to those when Katie's here. But I do want to say, if you do want to hear Katie and I talk at length about Warcraft lore, go check out Live Laugh Lore, episode number 30, which just went up. We guest on there uh, with Jin and Allie from Live Left Lore, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they had us on. Uh, we, they talk about, uh, we do a bunch of what-if questions. And I want to thank them, not just for having us on. I mean, obviously, thank you for having us on. But I want to thank them for when they had the idea to do a what-if episode coming to us, the original progenitors of the what-if concept. We know that no one else has come up with this idea before us. We originated it. We use it. I know Marvel just did a whole series about that. I've got, I'm talking to my lawyers now about what we can do. Uh, because I, as much as I love Marvel, I'm offended by them stealing our idea. Uh, but I want to thank Jen and Allie, though, for, you know, when they decided to do a What If episode coming to us. And, uh, you know, they're free. You know, because they had us on, they're free now. If they ever want to do a What If episode again, it doesn't have to be with us. They're free. They, they've, they've, you know, they, they've paid their patronage, as it were. Uh, but no, thank you. Seriously, thank you to them for having us on. Um, so, real quickly here, um, just to talk a little bit about the lore. I want to talk a minute for about Hearthstone Mercenaries. And this is the Hearthstone mode. It came out about a week now. And I've been addicted to this. I don't know why I'm addicted to this. I can't stop playing this. I have other things I need to be playing. Uh, I have other, you know, I have other podcasts. I have to be talking about what I'm playing on. Hearthstone Mercenaries is none of those podcasts. And I don't know why I'm addicted to this. The gameplay itself is not that special. There's nothing really special. I can't come up with a better word for it. There's nothing unique or different about this. We, I've seen, you know, we've seen this kind of gameplay. It's been compared to Pokemon. You've got the the red beats, green beats, blue uh, trichotomy. That always makes me think of Battle Beasts for anybody who remembers them, uh, where wood beats water beats fire beats wood. But you know, you've got that, you've got the, the level up the characters and the various ways to, you know, throw experience at them. And I, I think the monetization is all out of whack. Um, it feels like they, they were like, we need a mode where we can get money off of. And then they came up with the idea for mercenaries after that, a little bit of a cart before the horse kind of thing, because paying money for packs, which just contain experience points is weird. Um, I, I feel like that's going to wind up getting revamped at some point in the future. I feel like this should be a mode like in Heroes of the Storm. I mean, you, you, as it is, they've got these three portraits. When they showed Mercenaries originally, they showed it as though you would level up your characters. And it's like, okay, like they showed King Crush. And it's like he starts as a little baby T-Rex. And then he grows, or uh, not T-Rex, but uh, I can't think of the dinosaur. 
you know the dinosaur. He starts out as a little baby dinosaur, and then he he's like a juvenile dinosaur, and then he's the adult, you know, King Crush, you know, wrecking wrecking cars dinosaur. And it seems like, and that, that was a, a very early showing, and it seems like a lot of iteration went on through this. And, and what they came out with is fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not. It's nothing like we haven't seen before. It feels like a very basic combat system. I'd love to see in like a more complex RPG, you know, something like that. Yet, all of that said, I can't stop playing it. Like I said, I wish they'd put it in Heroes of the Storm or something. I'll put it in a system where, one, instead of the Hearthstone tokens battling back and forth, show me an actual 3D render of the battle. Show me, you know, Gromash or, or Jaina or uh, Sorfang. Show me them actually, like, swinging their swords and casting their spells. I mean, give me that. I don't, you know, like, the, watching the little tokens go back and forth is nice, but I mean, you know, we can do, we can do so much more. We can do better. Uh, I even said on Twitter, I expect somebody who can like mod this into Warcraft three, uh, should, you know, be able to do a nice little, you know, version of it where you can actually see the battles in 3d. I think that'd be cool. But all of that said, none of, none of my complaints with the system. And again, I can't really say that they're big complaints because I keep playing. None of my complaints with the system have anything to do with the lore. But I'm still fascinated by the Hearthstone lore right now. And that, it, you know, in that, at, around the time of uh, when they announced the, uh, the, the, the Barons expansion, they introduced these 10 characters, five Horde, five Alliance, one for each class. And they kind of introduced them as like neophyte adventurers going through the Barons. And, you know, like there's the one vignette. Uh, I think to promote the uh, the Wailing Caverns mini expansion, where Hamul Rune Totem is trying to tell these you know five people like hey get away you know don't come into the Wailing Caverns it's dangerous in there and they're like okay yeah we're we're not gonna go we're scared and then as soon as Hamul leaves they're like we're going in right of course of course and so they've taken these these characters and they've done a good enough job of introducing them they give them they they you know not all of them yet they're still working their way through them but several of them have had their solo player, uh, you know, the, the book of mercenaries, they call it, where it's their, their eight battle solo player experience where you kind of get to know the character. You watch them grow. You watch their deck evolve as you play through them. They've been in various legendaries and their art is on many of the, cla the, the cards for their classes, the last two expansions and presumably for the next one as well. And they've done such a good job of introducing these characters that they put them into the book of mercenaries and they stand shoulder to shoulder with the established established legends like the aforementioned Gromash and Jaina and Sorfang that they feel like they belong, that they've, they, they've taken these characters whole cloth, you know, made them up fresh and managed to integrate them into the Warcraft lore to the point that, you know, the, uh, the most recent book of mercenaries, if I'm not mistaken, was the Tamsin, uh, who's the undead warlock. And now she's the sister of the paladin hero, Cariel. And her story has her going and uh, invading Stormwind. And she actually winds up fighting some of her horde members because they're like, what are you doing? We don't want to do that. And she's like, no, I've got my own personal quest. I've got to go on. I've got to do this. And she winds up fighting her father who's in Stormwind. And it's very well done. Very well received. and it made her come across as such a badass that I wound up using her art for my Hearthstone avatar for my warlock, as opposed to uh, Gul'dan. 
And I don't want to say that World of Warcraft can't introduce new characters or doesn't do a good job introducing new characters. Because, uh, I mean, they do. They introduce, introduce new characters plenty of times. Uh, the problem there is, for the most part, they'll introduce an expansion's worth of characters, and those characters kind of stay in that expansion. They don't often follow us through to the next expansion. In particular, I'm thinking of Yorel, who was a very strong character that they introduced. And it would have been awesome for her to come back to Azeroth with us and for her to still be playing a role in the Alliance. And instead, the most we've gotten is some allusion to her having gone off the deep end as a warrior of the light or an exarch of the light in, uh, you know, as referenced in Legion briefly when we, or, uh, yeah, yeah, it was Legion or no battle for Azeroth. One of those expansions. When, yeah, when we got the Maghar orcs, it was referenced in that quest, but we didn't see her. And of course, everybody wants to see her now because we want to know what happened to her. Um, you know, the other character that they've introduced re recently that seemed to catch on very well was Zappy Boy. And, you know, again, like, we haven't seen too much of him in Shadowlands. And, and I think that's another problem here is that we've got Shadowlands. I don't know if any of the characters that we're meeting here are going to carry forward with us at all because it seems like most of them are pretty much bound to the Shadowlands. They're going to be stuck to the Shadowlands. And maybe we might come and, you know, going forward, we might be coming back and forth between the two here. We'll have, you know... Sometimes we'll be, oh, here's a quest, go into the Shadowlands, complete this, okay, let's go and do the whatever. But, like, as far as just, like, kind of, you know, like, a, a bunch of, like, salt of the earth, relatively low level, I think that's the impressive thing, is these guys start off low level, they're still technically low level, they're still just adventurers, they're still, you know, trapped in the barrens, as it were. But, at least thematically, they fit in, in the mercenaries, I don't, I don't, you know, and I, I know mercenaries being a gameplay first mode, you're going to, you know, you're going to pick which ones have the best abilities. You're not, you don't care about the actual art on the card. You're not playing this because you want to put together a team of, oh, you know, I want just the orcs that I like. Sorry, Rokara, you don't count because you're not an established orc in lore. Um, I mean, maybe you could, but generally, you know, I think you're going to look for, you know, which cards synergize with, with which other cards and whatnot and how you want to build your team that way. So to a degree, it kind of doesn't matter, but. The fact is, when I'm looking through my, you know, my deck list or my, my character list here to, to build my teams, I'm not thinking like legend, 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 you know, noob, noob, noob. Like, no, it's, it's just, you know, character, character, character. And so I think the Hearthstone team has done a wonderful job of in introducing and integrating these uh, characters. And if you haven't played Mercenaries Mode, by the way, you, you should check it out if you can. Um, it's free to check out, free with Hearthstone, and Hearthstone's free to at least download and install. Um, but you can get, if you play the Mercenaries uh, intro, you can get the Sarge mount in-game, which is the, it's the mouse. Sarge is the, the Hearthstone mouse, which has been used as their mascot under various occasions. Um, all they did was they reskinned the, uh, I can't remember its name, but when it, uh, the, the mount they did for the Year of the Rat, I think it was like Sprinkles or Squeakers or something. They reskinned that mount as a mouse, so you can you know, use that. It has the same little jumpy, twirly, spinny animation uh, if you do use that. But it's not a flying mount, though. The, 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 the Year of the Rat mount is a flying mount. This one is not. So, you know, do with that what you may. Uh, I would recommend checking it out, though. I've enjoyed, as I said, I've enjoyed Mercenaries. I can't explain why. I wish there was more to it. Um, hopefully they will. And as I said, I think they're going to wind up changing the monetization on it anyway at some point because it doesn't, it feels a bit clunky. Uh, but other than that, that's really all I have to say this week. Uh, once again, please go check us out on Live, Laugh, Lore number 30. A great episode. 
Um, my personal favorite part was talking about Jaina and uh, talking about Jaina as a depressed housewife. And I kind of want to go into some fan fiction on that at some point and just write more about. I'd love to write a story about Jaina and Arthas being married, and it's an unhappy marriage. And in the like, the focus is just on them. Like it's 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 mostly a, a book about the relationship, but in the background, you know, he's sieging Lordaeron. He's you know trying to you know you know he's becoming the Lich King and all this stuff. You know, maybe they've got a kid at this point. You know, he's he's tr- trying to rule. Obviously, he doesn't go into the ice in this story. Otherwise, that really gets weird. Um, but yeah, so it's like you know, like, like a look at Warcraft lore through like their failed marriage. I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to see that. So maybe I'll like that. I don't know. I don't have time. I don't have time because I'm too busy playing mercenaries. Oh, thanks, Blizzard. Thanks, Blizzard, for n- keeping me from writing bad fan fiction. I guess you're doing a lot of service in that case. Anyway, uh, go check out Live, Laugh, Lore number 30. Katie and I will be back in two weeks to talk about Elune. Uh, so have a good two weeks. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 